Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy, and today's guest is Jennifer White with Inspired Virtual. Inspired Virtual is an online platform that was created when the in-person micro school was forced to go online. The model transferred into an effective online community and platform and has expanded to offer classes to a wider audience. She also, along with her husband, hosts Should I Homeschool? This is another way to encourage parents who are undecided to take the next steps and try to homeschool. She suggests just try it for one year. And aside from her teaching her children and teaching in inspired virtual, she also speaks at homeschooling events. She loves encouraging parents who are just starting to think about homeschooling. She encourages them to commit, just try for the year. This is her passion, just to encourage parents, go for it. In this episode, we talk about how being a credentialed teacher is probably more of a hindrance than a benefit in the homeschool community. Also, when you homeschool, you can meet the child where they are by challenging and or remediating for them. Also, how homeschooling allows for a connection between parent and teacher, which is really parent, child, and teacher that you just wouldn't get in a brick and mortar school. Go grab your coffee and go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Jennifer has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Today's guest is Jennifer White. Jennifer, say hello to our guest and tell us what is one misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Hi, Bex. Thanks so much for having me on. There are many misconceptions. And I think the number one misconception I hear is how will your children be socialized? And I think that question is kind of funny because if the situation were reversed, we don't ask that of public school parents, right? Traditional parents, you don't ask, how are, how are your children socialized, right? Because just living in the world, you're socialized. Exactly. You know, I don't think the best way to get socialization is having your child with their peers for six hours every day with a smattering of adults that you don't really know, right? There's usually not a ton of great things that happen when a group of peers gets together for that amount of time. You know, and it kind of depends on the grade level as well. But, you know, I just tell people we socially do more things than we ever did when my children attended brick and mortar school, as far as interacting with different grades, different ages, different types of people, our freedom to do that throughout the day as well. I also think that it's not a typical brick and you don't set up a typical brick and mortar setting at your house, right? You don't have a table with a chair and, you know, there are really super cute school rooms on Zoom or not on Zoom. I'm sorry, on, on Pinterest, right? You look at Pinterest and you see all these great, you know, cute school rooms that kids, that parents set up for their kids, but you don't really use those all that much. <laughs> I don't think. No, you're right. And I have to admit, I can't agree with you more. I found that homeschool kids are actually much better socialized. They have great questions. They're not just interesting, but they're interested. 
in you like they really show that they are thinking about wanting to know more about you or about what it is that we're learning what we're doing every year that i would get a homeschooled child into my like later year like upper level classes because that's usually when they would come in like 11th and 12th grade you'd see like one homeschool kid pop in and you can really tell that the stark difference between them and the other students by the way they sat they would always sit up straight they never slumped in their chair Mm -hmm. they always raised their hands they had such manners they were the ones that would hang out after class (laughs) and start like problem solving and strategizing and hey i was thinking about doing this and and they would talk to me so long i'd be like i have another class i have to go (laughs) you know but they were really interested in what they were doing and they had great people skills i mean so absolutely a lot of times i'm just like where did that even come from i don't know i have zero idea where that came from but let's talk about what you do with inspired virtual how exciting so you said it started after the pandemic or during the pandemic talk to us a little bit how that got started with you Right. So Inspired Virtual was an in-person micro school. And during the pandemic, the very early starting of the pandemic, when no one really knew what was happening, they kind of shut everything down and then they hosted classes online. And the creators of the school thought, actually, this is transferring very well. And it didn't look like the typical Zoom every day online, right? So if you, you know, Zoom can be very very successful if you're doing once or twice a week, not if you're doing all day, every day for young mm-hmm. kids. Right. So they transferred their platform to Zoom and thought we could probably offer this to a wider audience. So uh, that's where I got involved. They put the call out for other teachers to get involved. Hey, we're expanding our platform and what do you teach? What do you like to teach? How can you work with us? And that's when I got involved. So a year and a half ago-ish. And uh, I teach history classes for middle school and high school right now. You can request classes. You can go to the platform and look at what we have and also put in a request of classes you'd like to see, which I think is really cool. That's awesome. And that's not the only thing you do either, right? You go, you speak, you're also a speaker, correct? I do. I speak at meetings for parents who are thinking about homeschooling. That's what I really like to do. I like to put the bug in parents' ear. I like to show them and give them hope that you can do this. Even if you have the slightest inkling that you want to try it, please, please consider it because you will be enriched by it. Your kids will be enriched by it. Your kids are only young for a finite amount of time, right? Really, we all think, okay, zero through 18, goodbye. And whether they go on to college or not, they may be at home with you, depending. And your influence, we hope, will go on after that when they kind of leave the nest, right? But but you have those 18 years to really kind of, this is it, you're living with me and this is how our influence will will shape your children. So homeschooling is a lifestyle. (laughs) And so you really have to embrace it. But I encourage everyone to try. I love to speak. And a lot of people will speak about how the how it works. Here's the paperwork that you file. And here's the curriculum that you can use. And I like to inspire people from more of an emotional point of view. Mm. Um, You know, kind of a call to action of what do you really want for your family? It's brought my family closer together, you know, we noticed that within the first two years because we had, we were in control of our time together. Right. 
you know, before school and after school, even though school is kind of always happening. Yeah, yeah, learning's always happening, right? So there's a lot of parents that probably are wondering, like, should I homeschool? Should I not homeschool? What do you find is the biggest obstacle parents are facing when they're asking themselves that question? Well, because I happen to be a credentialed teacher, they always tell me, oh, you're a credentialed teacher, which mm. in a way in the beginning, I think was kind of a hindrance because I wanted to make it like school because that's what I knew. I knew the classroom, right? I knew how to do it with 25 kids. Now I just have two of my own. Uh, and I, you know, there are fantastic credentialed teachers that are great in the classroom. There are credential teachers who maybe shouldn't be in the classroom any longer, right? Or not that great. And same with parents. You don't have to have a teacher credential. They're your kids. And you can look up everything, right? It's not, you just need to find a really good mentor or a good group to help you through it. And once you get your footing past that first year, you'll be fine. That's awesome. And you have a website called Should I Homeschool, right? Is that part of like that mentorship aspect where you kind of give some tips and everything on there? Correct. My husband and I, we've been wanting to collaborate on something for a really long time. He happens to be a public school teacher currently, <laughs> which is, you know, interesting. But yes, we do host a website called shouldihomeschool.com. And we're always adding new content to that. It's fairly new, but it's a way because I just get so many questions. And I thought if there was just a way I could just tell everyone the information in a place I could send them there and it would be kind of like some of it will be conversational and there would be a blog and there would be a resource page and you could ask me questions. So yes, that's hopefully one way I can help without there's not a speaking engagement I can go to. I can help that way. That's awesome. You do so many things. So with Inspired Virtual, what made you take the job? Like what made you go for it? Because they reached out to you. What about Inspired Virtual inspired you to actually take action on the call? I really like their approach. I like teach critical thinking. I want to teach kids how to think, not what to think. And that's kind of their... Um, part of their mission statement, right? And meeting kids where they are and embracing the child in kind of a small, classes aren't big, um, a small environment getting to know them. They offer uh, something called pod too, which you can also do online. So you would, it's kind of a check-in in a homeroom, for instance. So every day, two to three days a week, you meet with your same group in the morning. You kind of do a little check-in. The instructor may have, you know, whatever routine they follow. So I think that's really good for community because you can start to feel maybe somewhat isolated when you're doing stuff on the online, you know, a lot, a lot of times. So this is a way to really build that community. And I just like their whole model and that they were new and really trying to um, maybe offer a kind of a little bit of a different approach to online learning. Now, Inspired Virtual, are you contracted with them in a sense? Like you're a contracted teacher or is that a school you work for? Contracted. Okay, so yeah. what, what would a lesson in your history class look like? Take me through like one, I don't know, a basic, maybe an American history class or something like that. What would a lesson look like? Okay, so I can tell you this week what we studied. We studied George Washington, and I teach Socratic method, and I use the classical historian curriculum. So the students have reading to do in a book. They do that reading. There are activities to do, kind of research to help answer a question, right? So this week, the question was, 
was George Washington an indispensable part of developing America, the revolution? Or, and if not, who was? Like what counterparts were important if it wasn't George Washington? So they have to redo the research of why and then come up with their theory and then be able to defend it in a discussion. And then we usually have them write an essay after. And then I'll also send video clips they watch throughout the week. I curate YouTube videos, articles. Um, we use a lot of primary source documents as well. This next week, we're going to be looking at the Declaration of Independence digging into that then we'll doing be doing the u.s constitution and then getting back into our history book for the revolutionary war and heading on from there that's awesome because especially in history right now there's so much opinion going around or perspective versus original documentations mm -hmm. and authentic pieces that i i believe that has to be the the main thing especially when it comes to history like what are those original documents you know and i know that there's people out there who are like well how do we know that those are original documents well right. you know what the new documents are definitely not so <laughs> <laughs> let's just get that out the ones that are out now are not so get those right. original documents and you can find them i know that one of he's not a friend but i know him he comes to our church and he speaks whenever we see him we talk with him uh rick green and he works with another person and they all him and his family are always looking at original documents and they'll show videos on them wearing cotton gloves you know mm -hmm. and these books have like plastic over them and they're very gently they go through it and it's pretty amazing the care that actually goes into preserving these documents so i think that's fantastic what you're doing so if a parent is looking to reach you and to connect with you where would they go to find your classes and to be able to register well for inspired virtual you could go to inspiredvirtual.org and there are classes pods it's kind of meet the teachers page i'll be on that page you can see me i am a real person yeah and uh, <laughs> and you, i believe you can suggest classes there we do have a Facebook page also. I'm pretty active on the PragerU Prep Facebook page. So I'm always posting classes there as well. And then you can find me at shouldihomeschool.com where I host the uh, the website with my husband. Oh, wow. PragerU. I love him. Mm -hmm. He uh, is yeah. so awesome. He came to our church actually and was talking. I mean, the guy is, first off, he is like six something. He's he is tall. really, oh yeah. my gosh. He's tall. So he, came, tall. he came to our church too. He's a big guy. I remember just yeah. thinking like my pastor next to him, I was just like, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, he's pretty big and tall, but he, so much wisdom, like just yeah. so much wisdom that he has. And I watched one of his, well, he has video podcasts, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it was the chat with him. Oh, the fireside chat. Fireside chat is it? fireside chat. And he had a bunch of kids who were homeschooled. Yeah, I was, saw that one. Oh, that was so good. And mm -hmm. he was, you know, asking them questions. Now you, you homeschooled, right? Right? Or are you still homeschooling? Yes, I have a senior this year and mm -hmm. sophomore. Oh, wow. What's that like? Do you find it's easier than what it was when they were oh. elementary? Or is it been a little <laughs> bit more challenging? <laughs> I think they all have, you know, I would always say as an elementary school teacher, I taught kindergarten for a while and then I taught second grade. And those both have challenges and they both have, they're like, oh, people would say, oh, I'd never teach kindergarten. Oh, I'd never teach sixth grade. Right. So, um, <laughs> 
So I think it's more hands off when they're in high school, right? They really are taking accountability for their own learning. You're just kind of facilitating them. It is a lot of micromanaging sometimes, honestly, mm. Yeah. depending on the motivation level of your student. My daughter this year has really stepped up to the plate. Both my kids are taking dual enrollment classes, which I don't know if you've ever tackled that in an episode, but dual enrollment is an amazing way for students to earn high school and college credit at the same time. So they're both doing a, some dual enrollment courses at uh, the local community college, which is fantastic because they also don't cost money. They are more difficult. And, sure. you know, my son's the sophomore. And so he's still finding his motivation. He is definitely a 15 year old boy, but he, <laughs> he does a good job. I have, I have two great kids. Yeah. You know, I, I can't complain really. It is just, have you, did you finish this? How's that going? What's your timeline? What are you working on? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's they, I'm not doing so much of the teaching history. I'm teaching the history. I do teach a, a little pod at home as well. The same class I teach online. Oh, that's awesome. So you get your hands in there with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm accountable too for all that reading. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's so great. Yeah, you know, I've heard that a lot outside of people who have their own courses. The parents, when they're homeschooling their kids, they tend to learn a lot. They, learn, they tend to do a lot of the work with their kids. And that actually brings a lot of memories and a lot of like wonderful experiences together with your kids because it's not just them, it's them alone. It's like, mm -hmm. it's both of you guys together just kind of tackling it on. I love that. I feel like I'm in school again, yeah. but this time I actually like it and want to be there. All <laughs> right. Not that I really didn't like it before, but I feel like every time every, and they say every time you teach something, right, you learn it better and better, you know it better and better. So absolutely. Uh, every time I teach a history class, I just feel, wow, I, I don't think I learned that the first time, second time, third time around in brick totally. and mortar school, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone can look up facts, you know, now you can have any handheld computer, phone, whatever, and look up any fact you want. So the way that I'm teaching it and the arguments the kid come up with in our discussions, whether it be, you know, pro or con, whatever our discussion question is, I'm always blown away by their answers. They do a great job. Yeah. You know, to touch back on what you had just finished saying about you learning it more each time. So I've been teaching what I taught chemistry and biology for like a little bit over 10 years. And I just remember thinking like every year I learned more. I went to school for it, I went to college for it. But every year that I would teach it, more connections were made between topics. Mm -hmm. And I would begin to see things that I didn't see the year before that I was able to present to my students. So like every year, my students were definitely benefited more and more from my teaching and from my understanding of the subject, even though I went to school for it. Absolutely. Yeah, right. it, it's pretty amazing. I felt so, yeah. that same way when I taught kindergarten the first year, second year, third year, by the fifth year, you're like, oh, I love it. This is great. I got this. And then you yeah. switch to a new grade and you think, oh no, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, I used to teach first aid and CPR class, same thing. First time teaching it, you know, you're looking in the manual by the third, fourth, fifth class you teach, you're like, oh, I got this now, you know, and it just makes you more confident and a better teacher, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up, what's the call to action? You said you had a promotional for Inspired Virtual. We do. We'll be offering a 10% off for the remainder of this school year, the 2022-2023 school year. Um, there'll be a place on the website where you can put in a code 
or it might just be a button click. I know they're, they're working on setting that up. So that will be 10% off for the, the rest of the school year on any of our classes. Awesome. Jennifer, as we were coming to a close, is there one thing you want to impart to parents from like your experience and understanding of homeschooling education, like your journey, like big takeaway? I think, you know, parents are the first teachers and probably the best teachers. And I would really encourage people to, if you have the one little poll, find someone to talk to, go to my website, and just just do it have the confidence to do it you can do it 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 doesn't take the training that you might think because really when you go to to school to be a teacher you're not only learning the subjects you're learning a lot of management of a large group and how to navigate that and you know your kid best really you i so encourage people to try it and parents are the first best teachers i love it i love it Parents, the first best mm-hmm. teachers. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on today and just sharing all the things that you do and everything. I'll have all that in the show notes along with whatever promotional you have for okay. the rest of the year. Great. So excited. Thank you for just sharing your testimony and just all of your experience. Thank you so much for having me, Bex. It was a pleasure. Awesome. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.